48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. A top microbiologist says the government must test all patients with mild coronavirus symptoms if it wants to control the outbreak. Ex-co-convener Bernard Chan calls for even more stricter measures to curb the spread of the virus. And President Trump is accused of piracy for taking action to seize surgical masks. A top microbiologist says if the government wants to control the coronavirus pandemic in Hong Kong, it must conduct extensive testing for patients with mild coronavirus symptoms. Professor Yun Guokyun said this is the best way to understand what's happening in the community. He says Hong Kong could double the number of tests it does every day by boosting staff levels at laboratories and adjusting their working hours. And I heard that the government is trying to do as much as possible in getting private enterprises, universities, and also overseas uh, importation of test materials. All these are ongoing, and I hope that this would happen soon. We have sufficient testing for all the CV cases that require admission to the hospital. That is not a problem. But we don't really know what is happening in the community in all 18 districts. I do believe that it's very important if we want to completely control this infection in Hong Kong to allow economic activities to resume and especially schooling to resume. Executive Councillor Lam Jingchoi says around 65 Hong Kong residents who were stranded in Peru will have to wait for their quarantine test results before being allowed to return home. Dr. Lam said this is to prevent so-called silent carriers of the coronavirus causing local infections. Under the current system, airport arrivals with no symptoms have been allowed to do a a saliva test at home. But Dr. Lam says a small number failed to return their sample. The stranded residents from Peru are due to arrive this afternoon after transiting in London. Dr. Lam says the government plans to extend the new testing arrangement for other arrivals in future. The convener of the Executive Council, Bernard Chan, says Hong Kong still has room to bring in more stringent measures against the COVID-19 pandemic. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Chan said while the government had imposed social distancing measures, temporarily closed entertainment venues and tightened border controls, there would still be more Hong Kong residents coming back in the weeks ahead and some may be bringing the virus. We still have room to expand our precautions. For example, we could limit restaurants to selling takeout only, or we could simply impose a much bigger lockdown across the city and tell all non-essential businesses to close so nearly everyone stays home most of the time for a few weeks. It would obviously add to the economic cost. It could also risk spreading panic. But we have to accept that it may be necessary if the alternative is the risk of something worse. President Trump has warned that the United States will see a lot of deaths in the next few days, saying the country faces the toughest two weeks of the coronavirus pandemic. Mr. Trump told journalists that thousands of military personnel would be deployed to areas hardest hit by the virus. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. At the Daily White House briefing, President Trump warned that the coming days would be a very deadly period and that his administration would move heaven and earth to safeguard American lives. He said military medical workers would be deployed in New York City and other hotspots around the country where the number of deaths from COVID-19 continue to rise steeply. Mr. Trump also expressed his frustration that America was still at a standstill and that people had to get back to work. He said, we're not going to destroy our country. At the same briefing, President Trump said the government had ordered 180 million face masks. He warned U.S. manufacturers he'd be tough if they didn't provide what was needed. His administration has already ordered the U.S. firm 3M to halt the sale of masks elsewhere. 
The U.S. has been accused of piracy by other countries for its zeal in securing protective equipment, but the president insisted his actions were justified. We need the masks. We don't want other people getting it. That's why we're instituting a lot of Defense Production Act. You could call it retaliations because that's what it is. It's a retaliation. If people don't if people don't give us what we need for our people, we're going to be very tough, and we've been very tough. France has become the latest country to approve medical trials involving the transfusion of blood plasma from coronavirus virus survivors into those with severe symptoms to treat the illness. The plasma contains antibodies, which provide some immunity to the virus. The trials will start on Tuesday and involve 60 people in hospitals in Paris. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The two countries which have suffered the highest numbers of deaths in the coronavirus pandemic have both reported progress in tackling the outbreak. Spain registered its lowest number of new infections in more than 10 days. The Prime Minister, Pedro Sánchez, said the country was at the start of a decrease in the epidemic, but he said he wanted to extend the lockdown for another two weeks. I know how difficult it is to prolong the efforts and sacrifice for another two weeks. I understand. These are very difficult days for all of us, days which test our patience, isolating ourselves in our own homes. For many, these are the most difficult days of our lives. In Italy, deaths linked to the virus continue their downward trend. A government official, Angelo Borelli, said the country had registered its first fall in patients in intensive care since the crisis began. This is important news because it allows our hospitals to breathe. The first such decline since we started the emergency management. So this figure should definitely be highlighted and underlined. The international police agency Interpol has warned that cybercriminals are targeting hospitals at the forefront of the coronavirus response. It said hackers were planting malicious software that blocks computers unless a ransom is paid, mainly through emails containing an infected link. Interpol's Secretary General Jürgen Schock, Stock said that, look at, that locking hospitals out of critical systems could lead directly to deaths. We had a very recent example in the Czech Republic where the Brno University Hospital was attacked. Consequence was that urgent surgical intervention had to be postponed. New acute patients having to be rerouted to other hospitals. And actually the whole entire IT network during the incident had to be shut down. The Mexican authorities say 19 people have died in a shootout between rival gangs. The incident happened in a remote rural area in the north. Here's the BBC's Leonardo Rocha. Mexican security forces found 18 bodies as well as guns and hand grenades at a farm in Chihuahua State. Two survivors were taken to hospital, but one later died. Police believe the clash involved two of the country's most powerful drug cartels, Sinaloa and Juarez. They've been fighting for years for control of drug trafficking routes in northern Mexico. On Friday, President Andres Manuel López Obrador said violence had continued across the country despite the spread of the coronavirus, which has forced millions of people to remain at home in quarantine. Sports, the union representing footballers in England, has rejected a request for its members to take a 30% pay cut. It said doing so would reduce the amount of tax paid to the country's National Health Service, or NHS. The football season's been suspended indefinitely because of the coronavirus. More from the BBC's Katie Gonell. 
It's been billed as the players versus the Premier League, and rarely has their relationship been so fragile. Amid mounting political and public pressure, the league had hoped to persuade its stars to take a 30% salary cut, but instead they went on the offensive. In a combative statement, their union, the PFA, argued the proposed wage cut would be detrimental to the NHS because of the subsequent loss in tax revenue. The PFA said all Premier League players would make significant financial contributions with separate plans already underway to set up a charitable fund. With all horse racing suspended in Britain because of the coronavirus pandemic, this year's Grand National, one of the country's most prestigious races, was replaced with a simulated version. Bookmakers offered odds with profits going to health charity. The BBC's Cornelius Lisset has this report. They're off. 40 runners heading towards the Melling Road on the run to the first of the 30 fences. Of all the twists and turns in the often colourful 181-year history of the Grand National, few can have been less predictable than a virtual race. And after data on factors including form and stamina on the famous course, which was itself recreated along with the runners and riders, it was the Welsh-trained winner of Wales's Grand National Potter's Corner at 18-1, to 1, which came out on top. Though the event has not been without controversy with protests from campaigners against problem gambling, organisers hope that it's provided a brief harmless respite during the lockdown. To end the news, our top stories once again. A top microbiologist says the government must test all patients with mild coronavirus symptoms if it wants to control the outbreak. Ex-co-convener Bernard Chan calls for even more stricter measures to curb the spread of the virus. And President Trump is accused of piracy for taking action to seize surgical masks. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the site come streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK, airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon, brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. HK.HK, frequency 567 AM, radio 3, DJ Simon, top of Hong Kong Sundays, will you find him, yeah. Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 5th of April 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until 4. Got the usual mix of quick.